We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And how do you get into that line of work? You're just a gossipy... I think you're just a deaf gossip girl. (laughs) Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, We're decidedly in the new year. How's it going on your end? Not how I hoped. I really thought things would turn around, but they're pretty the same. I mean, it's been a week. So what were you expecting? Matt Wright's career. This time. Mm. So that's fair. There's still time. It's still award season. If you weren't mentioned at the Golden Globes, you've still got a few more hosts to name drop you in there somewhere. Oh, my God. Did you watch the Golden Globes? No, of course not. But I did. I mean, I've follow it all in real time because I follow like 800 different media and entertainment sites. So I basically did. I got the highlights of what I needed. Did you watch it? I did. I missed Joe Coy's monologue because I was trying to figure out how to get it on TV, the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. But then I rewatched his monologue via YouTube today. And Mm -hmm. man, it was bad. And I have heard nothing but good things about Joe Coy. Like, yeah, it's a bummer that it was so bad, but I was pretty cringed and it was so cringy because he started losing confidence when he was bombing and then he called the audience out for how hard it was to host. I mean, it's always just one of those things where after they have someone that's a mediocre host, you're like, well, where were all of these people were did they say no did you not even ask I feel like they're like I think he's very funny but not last night um but I just feel like there were so many other choices that were for lack of a better term maybe a little more relevant or whatnot Epstein's list dropped yes (laughs) and they had to call in Joe Coy I basically feel (laughs) like someone did drop out because he said he only had 10 days to do it Mm mm-hmm but I also feel like you should have said that. I just can't imagine bombing in front of a room full of the best directors, producers, actors, writers. You know, like that's got to mm-hmm. feel so bad because every comedian wants an acting career. 
He's yeah. been in that Easter movie. Like, he definitely does want to act. So to bomb in front of all those people, I can't imagine a worse feeling. Like, it feels bad to bomb in front of just anyone. <laughs> imagine bombing in yeah. front of, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese. It's like, oh, my God. I once bombed in front yeah, of Shia like- LaBeouf, and I was so horrified. He, Him and his dad, and it's Shia LaBeouf. Like, him and his dad were in the room, and I was like... I, I was I was mincing my words. I like I I I was forgetting punchlines. I couldn't I was stumbling, like I was sweating. I, I and it's all because Shia LaBeouf was in the audience. And that's one person. I cannot imagine doing it on stage in front of that many celebrities and bombing. Yeah. And you're calling them out and they're like not laughing. I feel like, too, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, it's the writing. It's all of that. I feel like there's certain ways to make fun of people where, like, they appreciate it and they expect it. You're a fucking celebrity. It's the Golden Globes. Like, the Golden Globes is the one where it's known for being just people get a little bit drunk and weird and it's a good time. Like, it's not as buttoned up as the other ones, right? Yeah. So, like, that's what you're expecting out of the audience. And for no one to give you even a crumb has to just be, like, shitty because you would want to think that even if you're bombing and maybe this is me being a people pleaser but even if someone is making a joke about me and it was terrible I would at least be like oh this is embarrassing but it's like this joke wasn't good and it didn't hurt my feelings so I'm good but I don't want to be like secondhand embarrassed by this so I feel like I would just be sitting there like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I'm in on it but I don't know if that's like worse because then it's like, oh, wait, do people think that I think that's funny? And I don't. Yeah. Oh, there was just a moment that he made a Barbie joke about the titties. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know if that was the punchline, but I think it was because of how he responded to it. Like, it was just so awkward. Like, it just everything kept falling flat and he kept. Ah, it's giving it's it gives me really bad anxiety. I was thinking you're you have secondhand embarrassment from it just because you can be empathetic and be like, I know what that feels like, but luckily not on that scale yet. <sighs> yeah, like I know what that feels like to bomb that hard. But in a room full of those people on television, oh my god. Yeah. I would just be poor guy. Hiding. For a while. Yeah. But I guess he can make jokes Which, about bombing at the Golden Globes, but maybe he can't, apparently. Yeah, I mean, what if you bomb telling a joke about bombing? Like, how does that how does that work? Does the does the whole world just like swallow you up at that point? Yeah. But I was very into all the drama that surrounded it. Did you see that Selena Gomez was whispering to Taylor Swift and that other girl? Yes. But see, then I read all the things the next day where it's like, this is what they were whispering about. And it sounds like very boring, like anything you would talk to your friend about at a party kind of shit. So I don't know how juicy it was. Well, they were saying that she asked to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner Mm -hmm. said he couldn't. Which is really funny if that's true. But are Selena Gomez and Kylie Jenner not on the same like level yeah right because i feel like i feel like i would be selena gomez and even if kylie jenner was like no i'd be like girl we're both basically it's like girl we're both juniors in high school like we're both in the same class it's fine it's not like 
a freshman was asking a senior. It was two juniors. Yeah. I don't even know. This was, it was funny because this was said by a professional lip reader. And I'm like, who the fuck is a professional lip reader? (laughs) Whose job is that? My dream job. I wish I had that. I would be just eavesdropping like nobody's business all day long. Do you think you have to practice to become a professional lip reader? Like practice how? I don't know. Like go to a restaurant. You know, like people stand up. So you write jokes and then you go to open mics. Professional lip readers, you go to restaurants and you you go to busy restaurants and you see what you can make out of what Well, how do you verify it? Because you only know if you're like reading the lips correctly if what you thought they said is what they actually said. So like, do you have like a recorder on their table? You're like, hey, don't mind me. I'm going to be over here. Have a normal conversation. I'll talk to you guys in a couple hours. And then you just sit there watching them and read it back and decide if you're right. Or like, are you just guessing? You're like, that looked right to me. Because that's how I would do it. I'd be like, fuck you guys. I know what I saw. Well, clearly with this Selena Gomez thing, this professional lip reader is full of shit because Selena is now saying she never asked Timothy for a picture. So, yeah, I bet he just goes to a restaurant and then is like, yeah, I'm probably right. Probably. That's that's my kind of guy. And how do you get into that line of work? You're just a gossipy. I think you're just a deaf gossip girl. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, I can't. Or is it like the sign language interpreter where it's made up? You know, anyone can sign up to do it. (laughs) It's a job on LinkedIn that anyone can have. It's a Craigslist job. They're like, hey, we need you to show up at like 6.30. You're like, it's 6.45 okay? They're like, yeah. (laughs) Golden Globes. Yeah. Hired by TMZ. You make $15 an hour. (laughs) With free drinks. I would do it. Yeah. I I mean, at this point, I would do anything. I thought about becoming a How do you become a seat? What? Oh, recently? Recently. (laughs) What led you to that? My 100th job rejection. No, my like 300th Uh. job rejection. And I was like, this seems like easy money. I mean, depends on where you target. Like I know back in the 70s and all that, Times Square was like the big prostitution place. And then I think it bumped down to meatpacking a little bit. So where would you, would you keep close to home just so you don't have to deal with the commute? Or would you like, pick a new neighborhood I think I would pick Upper East Side yeah I think that's a good idea far enough away from my neighborhood but it's where the money bags are mm-hmm. now correct me if I'm wrong you're the pro here I'm assuming you've done your research is it still like you just stand on the corner and people pull over and like know where to go or how does prostitution work these days no Skylar it's all internet based I'm unfamiliar, Hannah. It's all internet-based. It's all apps. I mean, I haven't dug too far into it because I still have savings, but I've researched the apps. Mm -hmm. And you go on an app, and then you, like, talk to guys, and then I assume you make a deal. It's like, let's make a deal, but for your pussy. Right. They should bring that show back. I bet that could air at like 2 o'clock in the morning. There's got to be worse things on TV. Let's make a deal for your pussy. 
for this pussy? Game Show Network. <laughs> <laughs> what would your base rate be? Like you need to know where you're negotiating from. So what would your base rate for a standard night with Hannah be? Or ooh, also, what would your prostitute name be? Because you can't have yours. Maybe I should ask you, what should my base pay be? You've seen my body. Right. Well, I don't know what the market rate is. I want to make sure you're getting a fair deal out of this. I don't want you to be underpaid. To be honest, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the market rate is either. I think that's why I also got tripped up because I was like, I don't know how to even do this. Do I need a pimp? Right. I don't think anymore. I think it's 2024. I think you're a strong, independent woman. Okay. But did we learn nothing from the Gilgo Beach Killer? No, we didn't, obviously. (laughs) Um, Consistent across the country, $150 an hour is the common going rate for prostitution. The age, race, and drug use of a sex worker affected the price. So there are still pimps doing it. I don't think you need one if you have um, armed yourself with the knowledge that you need and you're a businesswoman. You get how it works. So I think you could get – that's like low. And you don't do drugs and you're white. So unfortunately, that is how the world – the cookie crumbles, my friends. I think you could get a solid 190 to start. 190 an hour. Okay, but mm-hmm. what do I do about the herpes? Do I tell him or do I just use a condom and not tell him? I, I don't tell him, right? I mean, you're a prostitute. So I think a lot of people are almost expecting to get herpes. And I know with you, you've got a good handle on the whole thing. So if they do get it by some weird chance, then it's just like, well, that's the cost of doing business. And if they don't, you're like, well, of course you wouldn't. And then break the stigma. Yeah, I think I just go under an alias. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, so how long is it only an hour? Like 150 bucks seems very cheap to me. Like, no, if I this is your hobby, or... because you go to dinner, right? Don't you go to dinner before? I think you're thinking, see, you that is not $190 an hour. You're thinking more of like the $500 an hour. I don't know if the $500 an hour bakes in the cost of the meal or if it's $500 an hour plus. Take me to Cipriani, you know? Yeah, these are all questions that I have as well. I'm not I'm not sure. Hmm. As much as I would love to have a dinner date for five hundred dollars an hour, I just don't think I have the confidence. Like I just don't know. I feel like it would like take the stress out of the situation. What do you mean? Because like if the date's not going well. Then you're like, fuck, like, what are we going to go do? What, how do I get out of this? But if you know, you're like, I know exactly what I was hired to do. You know exactly what I was hired to do. So we're going to make the best of this situation. Go get the deed done. And then I'm out. That's, 
I, I feel like it would be stress-free. Very low anxiety as compared to like a Tinder date where you're like, fuck, what the hell is about to happen here? At least you know. That's so true. With a regular date, you're like, where is this going? What do they want? Mm -hmm. Do they want to just have sex with me or do they want to have children with me? Are we getting married or is this a one night stand? And then this date, you're like, oh, it's a one night stand, potentially a monthly allowance situation at most. Mm-hmm. So good or bad, you yeah. get paid. I don't see any downside, quite honestly. Except for the potential to get murdered. Right. I mean, but honestly, have you met some of the people on dating apps? I think that risk is always there. I don't think that comes just from pimping yourself out. I think that comes from swiping. So... I think you could die no matter what. So you might as well die making money off of it. Right now, you're going on dates. And what are you getting out of it exactly? Confusion? Nothing. Yeah. Sadness? A Venmo charge later? Yeah. See, you're paying to date right now. We've got to flip this around. Wow. I mean, give me another month. I like it. I support you. Is it still illegal? Is prostitution still illegal or is it legal yet? Uh, I mean, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's illegal everywhere but Vegas. Where? It, I can't. I'm so glad this is not my work computer. Prostitution. There we go. Someone else has Googled this. Nevada is the only U.S. jurisdiction to allow some legal prostitution. Currently, eight of Nevada's 17 counties have active brothels. As of February 2018, there are 21 brothels in Nevada. So it's only in Nevada. Are you a Vegas girly? Because that could just be an end to a mean. I'm not because I'm sober. I do think this job would be tough as a sober person. Yeah. Because you just have to look at a guy and be like, okay, his dick is going in my mouth. I can do this. And I just don't know if I could do that sober. No. I guess we found the obstacle. I mean, maybe some people do it sober. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do. I think there's other things at work there, though, when they do it sober versus you doing it sober. What do you mean? I think there's a lot more self-loathing going on or desperation. I don't think you're there yet. I don't think you've – I think you think you have hit this point, but I don't think you've actually hit the point of being like, you know what? It's time. Prostitution is my only option. This is all I've got. And I think that's what the people that willingly stick a stranger's dick in their mouth for money, that's the point that they're at. And no disrespect, like clearly – if the rate is $150 minimum around the country, you can pull in a lot more, and I bet a lot of ladies are. So I'm not making that much. Well, am I? I don't actually know. Could I be making as much as a prostitute? These are the things you don't want to Google because then it just you're like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? So someone's got it figured out and someone doesn't, and two thumbs this guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but – 
I have, you know, been curious. Maybe by June. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, Can't wait. So you sent me this article that Sweethearts is putting out situationship hearts. Yes. They're putting out blurry hearts to cater to Gen Z who are all obsessed with situationships. But here's the thing. Those sweetheart candies, those are always blurry. They're always blurry anyway because they're so old. So I think mm-hmm. they're just going to reuse old candy and be like, oh, it's a blurry heart. Yep. I think it's just marketing genius. And they're like, how do we get rid of these like fuck up candies? And someone was like, like maybe Sweethearts or Nabisco or whoever makes this shit. Um, I think they're trying to figure out how to like really go green. And I think exactly that. I think they're just like, well, we have all these blurry ones that no one can really read anyway. Like, what do we do? It's like, no, we're not allowed to throw them away anymore. We've really got to maximize all the product that we've made. I And then like the intern in the corner just like speaks up out of nowhere. He's like, I've got a fucking idea. And this is what they came up with. I don't like those candy hearts, but I will be eating them. No, they're terrible. They're so gross. They're so gross, but I'll still eat them. Like, they're pure sugar, and yet they taste terrible. Like, I don't understand how that happens. Yeah, how pure sugar just tastes chalky. Yeah. But if someone were to give me situationship sweethearts, I would be pissed. Uh, Yeah. I don't think Gen Z has standards anymore, so I don't think they realize how, like, ooh, this isn't good, but that's fine. I know. I read that, and I'm like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. It's too real. Yeah, the the sadness is really peeking through on this one. I don't think the joke is even there. It's just kind of like, oh. It's like what? Joe Coy's Golden Globe speech. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the situation ship candy of... <laughs> award season yeah i'm trying to think if i was 25 if i would have found that funny maybe i don't i think if i really liked someone like i don't get the impression that a situation ship is ever mutual because i think there's always somebody in one of those scenarios that likes someone more than the other person and one side is just playing it very chill. There's always a side that thinks of it as a situation ship and always a side that thinks it could turn into something more until the first person is like, no, I just really like spending time with you, but like, why put a label on it? And then the next person's like, yeah, no, totally. And then they cry. No one's accepting these in a, like in a positive manner. As I debate prostitution, I'm like, I just think there's no respect. (laughs) In the dating world anymore. I mean, yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> but then there are other people like Gypsy Rose who puts her relationship, I mean, just out there. Oh, my God. I must have sent you like 15 different Gypsy Rose things over the past week. I cannot get enough of this. It is the car crash to end all car crashes. I cannot look away. It's bad. It's real bad, but I love it. She has been through so much, so you got to give her a little grace. But to say that D is fire to that man is just, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, what's the, I'm, I'm going to read it. There's, 
I guess he posted a photo of himself and then people were obviously throwing in their two cents because this is easy. And she posts, Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you and you love me. We do not know. We do not owe anyone anything. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments, great. If you get hate, then whatever, because they don't matter. I love you. Besides, they jealous because you are rocking my world every night. Yeah, I said it. The D is fire. Happy wife, happy life. And then he replies, who said I give a damn about what these jealous people say anyway? Ha ha. Now come get it, baby. And I just, I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to, I, no one asked. Yeah. People in a relationship talking about their sex life is disgusting on any level. Like I was thinking about Mm -hmm. it the other day because my friend is married and I was going to ask her about her sex life, about a specific, I was going to ask her, did you guys have sex? Because it was an, a, it was an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. If they weren't married, I would have been like, did you guys have sex? But because they're married and I've known them as a couple for years, I felt so weird doing that because it feels like I'm asking my parents about their sex life. Do you know what I mean? It's like when yeah. friends are in a relationship yeah. for a long time, you don't want to know about their sex life because you're like, oh, like you guys are like my friends. Like that's disgusting. But then when you're single yeah. and you're all talking about your sex life, it's like you talk about how big his dick was or like how bad it was. And then when it's like in a relationship that you're like, oh, I, I can't talk about this. This is. Well, because you know who's on the other end of it. Like when it's just girls sitting around talking about it, you can you don't picture the other person. You're just like, oh, how was it? Like, what did he do? Oh, he did that. Oh, crazy. Blah blah. Like, you don't you picture her, which is fine, and you're like, high five for you. But you don't actually consider the other guy involved. And when it's someone in a long term relationship, you're like, I had brunch with you guys like a week ago. I know who's on the other end of it. Like. Yeah, it's I can't. It is like your parents. That's exactly right. I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, like I would never ask. At, God, I, <laughs> I would never ask about your sex life with Ryan because I'm like, oh, like you guys are like my cousins. Like, that's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, no, I get that. Meanwhile, it's like I could be like, oh, I haven't had dick since August. Because you don't know who that guy is. Mm-mm. I, if I can't picture the face, tell me everything I could possibly want to know. The second I can put a face at the end of that dick, not on the end, of it, but at the other end of it, attached to it. His face at the end of my pussy. Yes. <laughs> Ideally. Yeah, I I can't enjoy that because I'm like, I know too much. We've had like if I've had a normal conversation with that person about like sports or (laughs) current events or anything like that. I'm like, don't tell me about your sex life. It's not. I don't want to know. Yeah. So even seeing Gypsy Rose on the captions, Mm -hmm. it's like you're seeing these two people basically sexed and it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't like it. And then I just have to picture it like I... I don't know. I you don't, don't really... have to. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to, but I'm my brain doesn't know that. And then I'm just like, oh, what does it look like from an outsider's perspective? Like, why? What? What? Mm. 
See, it's these things. I'm like, this is what, please don't put this on the internet. I don't want to have to think about it. Just live your life. Live your free life. Go and do whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck about that, but it's weird. (laughs) It's so weird. Should we talk about the other article you sent me with the dad? Oh, the lingerie? Yeah. Do you want to read that headline that you sent me? Yes. The headline is teen dad gets overwhelming support for buying daughter revealing lingerie for Christmas. And then the caption of this is crotchless panties with a coupless shelf bra. One person demanded to know as the controversy grew. Find out for yourself exactly what went down and why the daughter wants to spend next weekend with her dad. It's also on Two Fab News. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what else? <laughs> what else do you think I listen to or watch? CNN? I don't know her. Oh, it's an Am I the asshole from Reddit? Am I the asshole for buying my daughter lingerie? I had my daughter when I was just 16. After she was born, I couldn't see her for the first two years. My then-girlfriend's parents were really religious, and they didn't want me to have anything to do with their daughter. When I was finally allowed to see her, my ex had already found someone else. After I finished high school, I went to study abroad for a few years, and I only saw my daughter two to three times a year. I moved back to my home country three years ago, and since then, my ex has agreed to let our daughter spend one weekend a month with me. For the past few years, I've been giving my daughter money for Christmas, but this year she told me she didn't want money. So I asked my ex for suggestions regarding the present. She told me to just get her clothes that she wants. So two weeks before Christmas, I messaged my daughter and asked her what clothes she wanted, and she sent me a link to a wish list and told me to just pick something from it. There weren't that many clothes there, so I just ordered everything that was on her list. Then came what appeared to be the young dad's first official Christmas with his daughter. I have to narrow this down. When it came to open presents, she was happy that I ordered everything she wanted. She tried on a few things, but the rest she said she was going to try on later. I went home and then got an angry call from my ex saying that I was stupid and irresponsible for buying our daughter lingerie. I explained to her that it was on the list sent to me. Afterwards, I messaged my daughter and told her that I didn't know I wasn't allowed to order this for her, but she told me that her mom was just overreacting and she loved the clothes. But since then, my daughter has been messaging me almost every day and said she can't wait to spend the upcoming weekend at my house. So am I the asshole here? I honestly don't know what to think. The daughter is 15. The parents are 31. I feel like he could have gotten away with this and it would have been less weird if he's like, my bad, I fucked up. I just clicked select all in the cart and bought them all at once and I didn't look at what it was. It sounds like he did that, but then like just doesn't give a shit that there's lingerie in the... I guess. Of course, Redditors wanted to know what he meant by lingerie. I kind of do too. This is weird. People are... As one popular comment noted, in my honest opinion, lingerie is just nicer underwear and if a 15-year-old wants a lacy bra and a thong or whatever, I really see no problem with it. I think it's pretty cool she felt comfortable showing you that wish list. At that age, my friends and I all had basic underwear and a couple of nicer pieces that we probably wore to feel a bit more grown up. None of us even had a boyfriend. I wasn't allowed to wear a thong at 15. I was, but because of dance. You know what? It might have been because of dance I was allowed to start wearing them, but my mom was very against them. My cousins and I, we would ask for bikini underwear. So they had like the bikini Mm -hmm. string, but it had a full butt. And then we'd turn it around so that the vagina part would go up our (laughs) ass. Why wouldn't you just tuck the... I did that. I would just tuck the whole thing up if I didn't have one. 
Yeah, because that's a lot of fabric in the asshole. Scott. It was a lot. I mean, it's not like high school was comfortable for all of us anyway, so why not just add something else to the list? I'm like, oh, a snaggle tooth and no one likes me? Why not just shove up underwear up in my ass? Like, how could this possibly get worse? Yeah, I do think 15 is too young to give your daughter lingerie. Yeah, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to get dropped off at the mall and go to Victoria's Secret Pink and all buy thongs together and then you hide them in the bottom of your uh, underwear drawer and you do your own laundry by then so no one ever has to know. That's the right way to do it. Tell your parents no. Yeah, this dad is acting very stupid. He's like, am I the asshole here? She wants to spend time with me. It's like, yeah, did you also buy her alcohol in that cart? Like, Yeah, right? (laughs) Of course she wants to spend time with her cool dad who's going to give her whatever the fuck she wants. Also, Yeah, you bought all of it. It's weird that she's like, thanks for the lingerie, daddy. I can't wait to see you. Oh, man. How far off do you think we are from this story turning into the one from a couple weeks ago where it's the girl on OnlyFans and her dad's like, yeah. Eight months. Yeah, it doesn't sound that. I mean, maybe this guy was a freak because he got this girl pregnant at 16. I mean, he I, I want to know where he studied abroad because maybe he just has a broader worldview than his ex-wife does. And if he, maybe he was studying in Italy, he's like, I don't see the problem. And that would make a lot of sense. Oh, because it said he was studying abroad for a while. And I don't know. And that's how he met the wife. No, it's like they had been apart for a while. So he really didn't have a relationship with his daughter. And then he was studying abroad and then came back. And then like since then he gets to see her. I don't know when it was like every after I finished high school, I went to study abroad for a few years and I only saw my daughter two to three times a year. Moved back to my country three years ago. And since then, my ex has agreed to let our daughter spend one weekend a month with me. So he sees her once a month. So like. They're not that close. And I think this was his way of being like, I'm a cool dad and buying her everything and either being oblivious and not paying attention to what he bought or he's like, oh, like this is what she wants. I don't want to not give her what she wants. Yeah, that is such a dad thing to be like, I'll just get the lacy underwear. Yeah. So I don't think he's creepy by any means, but I think it is a weird thing to do. Yeah, that's like my grandmother in high school. She once got me this Valentine's Day card that was like, can't wait to spend the evening with you. (laughs) It was like two people drinking wine on a picnic blanket, and it was a very sexual card. And my mom called my grandmother and was like, what the fuck kind of card is this? And my grandmother was like, I don't know. I couldn't really see, so I just pulled out one from the Valentine's Day section. And it was like, Fully, like, I can't wait to blow you when I'm home. Like, not that, (laughs) but, like, that messaging. Yeah. Yeah. But my grandmother was a freak. I mean, she had... (laughs) She had, you know, those really sexy novels. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think this dad is just kind of like my grandmother, and it's just very oblivious. Yeah, it sounds like he's just oblivious, and got cool points with the daughter so he's like I don't know what I did wrong and whatever. I think the thing he did wrong was taking it to reddit he sounds like a weirdo in that sense anytime anybody posts an am I the asshole I'm like you either know you are and this is fake or you're an idiot and you you deserve to get vilified in these comments because are you fucking kidding 
I like very rarely is there an am I the asshole where someone posts something you're like, oh, I can see why this would be a conundrum for you. Like, I feel like you could have figured this out on your own or talking to one or two close friends, not the entire Internet. Yeah, but people who are posting on Reddit don't really have one or two close friends. True. They have 500 of their closest friends. Okay, so an article that I sent you this week was this headline that said, my husband cheated on me with my mom, and that's not even the worst part. This is a story about how I found out my husband at the time and my mom having an affair. Interior designer Lacey Jane from Indianapolis, Indiana, revealed in a TikTok. See, this is what I'm talking about. You just take it to TikTok. It's like, uh, I'm jealous she went viral. So the mother moved in when the daughter had a baby. She moved up the street from them. And the son and the mom were carpooling together to work, I guess. And the millennial admitted she was suspicious of the unlikely pair's connection. The mounting concern sparked a fiery contention with her spouse. He moved into the mother's rental property, and the mom moved in with Jane and her newborn. So then I guess he had told the mom he had cheated on the daughter multiple times with other women so the daughter confronted him and said hey my mom said that you've been cheating on me this entire time and he looked me square in the eyes and said well why don't she tell you what her and I have been doing I could never see my mom having sex with my boyfriend but I also could never see myself having a boyfriend Do you and your mom have very different tastes? Because I feel like that could nip this whole problem in the bud. I mean, this happens a lot, it feels like. Yeah. What the I fuck is wrong? I bet with... I could tell you where. <laughs> it does feel like incest. Mm. No. I don't know. I don't think it's incesty. I think it is just weird. And I think it's like... I would hope that none of my relatives would ever see my husband that way. Like, there is a certain level of, oh, she's got him off limits. And especially when it's just like, I don't know. I, like, I, would I wouldn't think that anyone would see somebody that way, but. You know what? Not, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier where it's like two friends, a friend and her boyfriend. You don't even want to talk about them having sex. You don't even want to know about them having sex. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that yeah or it should be it is definitely like that i mean the dad's gone for sure i mean wonder why i don't know like i, I my mom's done you know my mom and, and i have had our fair share of fights but i'm just so glad i don't have like a sexual mother i'm sure she would appreciate that I was you know gonna say I mean? like this like, has I, yeah <laughs> it's not like a hot mom not that my mom isn't attractive but she's not like a gross milf type yeah no your mom is very very pretty but she's not the type of person that I'd be like oh man is she gonna show up at the function with like the super low cut top and her boobs out and is this about to be a little bit embarrassing like it was it not 
that's never a worry. She's always just going to look good and very classy and put together, but you're not like the – it's not like a Stacy's mom situation. No, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, and that's a happy early Mother's Day present for sure. Yeah, I just – these moms that are fucking their daughter's husbands, it's like, what are you doing? I don't know. I like – I mean – to loop it back around, the dating pool is not great, but I can't imagine it being like, well, what's the next closest thing to me that could also be having sex with some like one of my children? Let me do that first. Like, that can't be your first go-to. There's got to be something else you can try. Also, the yeah, the inclination to make a TikTok is insane to me. Yeah. This is one of those things I would have kept under wraps. I feel like... You really have to be jaded and pissed off and you're like, okay, I'm, this is irreparable. Like there's nothing, none of these relationships are going to be salvaged after this. Like I don't give a shit to make a TikTok about it. My mom fucks my husband. It's pretty irreparable. Well, yeah, but like I would be in bit, like TikTok wouldn't be my first go-to. I feel like it would take me a few years to be like, Now I'll make a TikTok. I'd be like, I need to cry about this for a while first. Then TikTok. I know. Do the likes help? Like, I just, I can't imagine going viral would make me feel better about this situation. Are you getting some kind of deal with uh, Pink Lily Boutique? I don't think so. That's not how this works. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. That's what TikTok is. It's a bunch of people complaining about their lives falling apart, but it's the most insane stories. Yeah. I think of TikTok as like creating consistent content. After you have that banger of a story, like what do you follow that up with? Aside from just like updating like, oh, they're still fucking like, how do you keep it going? You you wouldn't be able to create consistent content out of that unless your entire life is just a fucking orgy incest dumpster fire. Yeah, you have to like up the ante on TikTok. You have to... (laughs) So she has to have, like, crazier shit happen to her in order to stay relevant. I mean, I wonder if she tagged them. I mean, that's a boss move. If so, you'll get the last laugh. And then it's like your friends see it and they're like, okay, I saw this viral video. Congrats on going viral. Do you say that? Congrats on going viral. Or do you say, I'm sorry this happened to you? I don't know. If you're the mom that hooked up with the husband do you then still go to like the grocery store the next day if you're like I have to run errands like this TikTok just went viral but I still needed to go to Michael's today to pick up some things for a project we're doing around the house can you do that anymore or is it just like oop, nope yeah do they still live in the same house I guess she kicked him out I would hope so I would hope it'd just be like oh this was fun but no But, I mean, I can't imagine this all happening in the first place. So who knows what your reaction to the entire situation is. Yeah, I guess I can't judge because I don't have a husband. So. Yeah, so who's really losing here? All right. Today's phobia, Hannah, is anatidophobia. Anatidophobia. It is A-N-A-T-I-D-A-E phobia. Fear of 
mold? No. Fear of water? No. It is the phobia of rubber ducks. Interesting. This phobia shit, it is like made up by a bunch of hypochondriacs or like a bunch of attention whores. Yeah. I was going to say it's like National Ice Cream Day. It's like, no, that's not a real holiday. Yeah. It's like when someone gets like the key, like a celebrity gets a key to the city. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, do you, what can you do now? You just get to go to the bathroom wherever you want. Like, how does this work? There is a comment on this that says, basically, it's not even just rubber ducks. It's just like the fear of ducks and duck-like birds. And a duck somewhere is somehow watching you and you're terrified of that. So like, there's a duck-like bird watching you at any given moment. And that's what people are scared of. So like a rubber duck would be scary because it's just sitting there dead eyes in your bathroom, which is very specific. Yeah, that's someone who grew up with, like, hunting or mm-hmm. something. Like, the hunter is now hunted kind of thing. Like, you feel a little bit guilty about killing animals, and now this is your phobia. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, like, did someone have to go to the doctor for this? I'm assuming so. Like, how do you come up with it? How Like, I think my thing with all of our phobias is how are there enough people that have reported this for them to be like, we got to come up with a name for it. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I would keep a phobia of a rubber duck to myself. I beg, like, I can work this out alone. It's like my mom fucking my husband. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah. What? Where's that phobia? What? Because this clearly happens enough. Where's the fear of your mom fucking your husband? Which phobia is that? Yeah, that's just called a realistic fear. <laughs> that's called a very cheap porno I guess it's like more like a taste thing you know some people don't like potatoes my friend doesn't like to eat potatoes some people just can't hang with rubber ducks your friend sounds like a psychopath that's what I'm saying she thinks all potatoes taste and smell like feet Mm-mm. crazy exactly you say it's crazy but we're saying this rubber duck thing's crazy, but maybe someone has a genuine fear and can't. But also, what adult is using a rubber duck? I mean, it's Reddit, so a lot of them. <laughs> like, True. How do you use, like, I feel like rubber ducks are now just like an accessory in the bathroom. I understand that they're a toy and that you would put them in with babies, but like, After you get rid of all the other bath toys, like after your kid has grown out of that phase of everything, why would that still exist? Like in an adult bathroom or like with people that collect rubber ducks. Why? I have a fear of that. I have a fear of people that collect that kind of shit. Yeah, like being scared of rubber ducks is kind of pussy, but collecting rubber ducks is creepy. Yeah. And those two people will meet on Love is Blind and have to figure their shit out. Shit. How's my application going? Um, I've been waiting for your 15-second video, so I'm going to probably have to start the application over. God damn it. I never heard back from The Bachelor. We'll get there. Unbelievable. How am I going to find love in 2024? If not on TV, then where else? (laughs) Just wait for the story to come out on 2Fab News of 
the uh, where it's like gender swapped, where it's the father-in-law runs away with the wife, like the son's wife, and then you can go after that son and be like, I would never do that to you. I hate dads. You just got to play the long game. I feel like I have been playing the long game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Definitely haven't played the short game. <laughs> Working on my short game now. 2024, all about the short game. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. Well, like, comment, subscribe. Peace. Bye. <laughs>Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.